Welcome to Bad Movie Branch. I'm Luke. I'm Katie. And I'm Taylor. First first time to be Bad Movie Branching in 2022. Feels Ooh. feels so good to still be here. Uh, one more time around the sun. Um, we also normally do like a top, like a favorites episode. So we'll probably do that like next week. But Katie got us back on the horse. You know what I mean? Took took us out of retirement. We weren't retired. She fucking like she she like an old fucking gunslinger in the West. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> I don't know if I got it in me. And she's like, but it's Karate Kid Part Three. And I'm like, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> And so I was like, all right. And it was free on Peacock. So with all that said, welcome back, my friend and my wife, to talk about Karate Kid 3. Woo-hoo! I'm very excited to talk about this I know. film. I know. It's a very, very cyclical opening by me. Um, so here we are. And I, I have to say, I, I, I really did... Uh, grow up a little bit with the first one obviously it's before me but like it was kind of like a staple of 80s lore which is kind of like inherited by us 90s babies and millennials and whatnot i really dug it but i took it seriously and i think that's um why i dug it so much i don't really know what happens until i know they go to do they go to japan and fight there um katie help me out there's a blood feud that they need to solve so shut up no, no, I'm feud. totally serious. There's a Miyagi blood feud that Miyagi actually left Okinawa at par- as part of this feud, and he has to go solve it finally. And he reconnects with an old flame, Yukie, and mm. uh, Danny has a, a meets a girl there who's a dancer. I believe oh, her yes. name is Kumiko, and um, he also gets into a fight to the death with this. With uh, the guy that Miyagi is having the blood feud with, his guy, that guy's nephew, whose name is Chosen, with a Z. And uh, it, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, it's it's, hap- it's getting really intense. And then at the very end, uh, Danny does the honk thing that Miyagi does in the first film to Crease. Crane kick. He does that to Chosen, because, like, obviously the true strength of karate is mercy. So... That's how that one ends. And then this one picks up right where they left off. Uh, and uh, Mr. Miyagi and Danny are just coming back from Japan. So they all kind of link together pretty well. And they're like, yeah, that tournament, I won, way. that tournament I won last year. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, is that just... So how many years are these movies apart, Katie? Oh, quite a bit. Um, okay, good. Just see. making sure. He looks the part. I, they both do. Miyagi dude, and... He's 27. And, and, Miyagi and Machio don't crack. No. Because, like, they both look ageless as fuck. Like, I, I believed it. They, from flashback sequence where they're like, do you remember Karate Kid 1 at the beginning of this movie? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And they're like, yeah, but do you understand? Why There's John, a montage. Do you know why John Cleese is mad? I'm like, yeah, no, of course I do. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 But he was in Vietnam. We passed the, we passed the portrait in the first one. <laughs> I'm like, rock on, rock on. Is he in Cobra Kai? I, I'm getting to, I don't know Cobra Kai, and I, and I have to assume that's why you brought this this one to the oh, table, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, man. Copy. I'm all in on Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is my favorite show ever. And I... Ever? Uh, ever, I think. I think it is. I love ever. it! Holy <laughs> shit, man. What a declaration. I just, um, you know, when it was first coming out, and I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I really didn't grow up with Karate Kid. I watched it one time, and I was like, that was good, but I didn't watch it again, and I didn't see any of the sequels or anything. But when that trailer for Cobra Kai came out, I saw that, and I was like, this is for me. This this show is for me specifically. And <laughs> I uh, I got the subscription, the YouTube scri- subscription, yeah, and I just YouTube blew Red, through it. Right? It was, yeah, YouTube Red. That's it where YouTube it started? Red. Yeah. So yeah. it didn't start on Netflix. No, little no, the could. first two seasons were on YouTube Red. Mad respect. Mm-hmm. And then wow. when it switched over, everybody was talking about uh, Cobra Kai, and now the big thing is like Cobra Kai is not even good anymore, and it's like shut your mouth. It's it's amazing. Now we're gonna do Karate Kid three stuff. I'm shut so your mouth. Happy. I gotta Katie say, <laughs> even when I was when I was at the working at the four hundred, and li- I was listening to. Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard and talk about it on Fat Man, and like I was like a YouTube show, man. I'm not made of money, or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, and then he he said something about the fact that 
they took the dude from Karate Kid who's like, get him a body bag. And then, like, he's <laughs> they gave him, like, this, like, cancer angle where they, had, like, go spend, like, one last, like, weekend with him, all the Cobra Kai boys, and he's got mm-hmm. cancer, and then he dies on the trip, and they put him in a body bag. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, like, the best thing I've ever heard. And, like, Kevin almost made me do it, but, again, not made of money. And now mm-hmm. I work for him, so I'm going to be like, hey, pay me, pay me to have a better... Netflix. Well, now it's on Netflix. Yeah, but that's my mom's account still. It's actually my mom's. No, he pays me quite well. <laughs> um, but the whole point is, I thought that was so loving and so beautiful. Uh, but why? So the, okay, is like Cobra Kai got a Karate Kid Part Three thing going on this season? Like, what made you skip two? Or oh, is two I, no, well I've rated? seen two. I've seen two, but but two is okay. So I'll I'll try to explain this. So two sounds fucking first... incredible. Two is amazing, actually. So, so the first Karate Kid movie is definitely the most sincere, and I think it, it's it's right that that's the one that everybody remembers. That's if you only watch one, that's it. Obviously, you're done. But if you want to, there's two, and two really raises the stakes. We kind of learn more about Mr. Miyagi. They go to Japan. They have this little adventure. It's it's kind of fun to see, you know. Uh, him in Japan in the 80s and you know falling in love and it, it's a sweet film and there's a hurricane at the end or, or there's like um a cataclysmic event and he has to save a child and it's yes. it's much bigger than the first one the, the first one is a very intimate story and the second one really raises the stakes the second and, one sounds like more of a spin-off than a than a sequel this feels like a yeah. sequel it's the same movie literally Yes. And 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 that's 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 kind of what a sequel feels like to me. That that second movie sounds like a fucking I'm like a spin-off or like like a Miyagi Miyagi Origins like or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking that sounds incredible. I I, I regret now. Not, I was on TV all the time. These flicks were always on TV and I I regret now not knowing how fucking dope that plot sounds. Like I want to go mm-hmm. check it out. And did it And Peacock's got them, folks. Well, they want you to know they've got them. Well, mm-hmm. and Karate Kid just must be it has a chokehold on 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 us because didn't we just make a Karate Kid four like ten years ago before that too? Oh no 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 that was the remake. Was like, we did make like, Karate Kid four in nineteen ninety four. I was about to say Karate Kid four was like nineteen ninety flat right, and it was like mm-hmm. it was with uh, who was it? Hillary, Hillary Swank. Swank. Hillary Swank, and that was the one that was always on Disney Channel as a kid. So thank you for saying that because I actually do remember that one pretty fucking well because I watched mm-hmm. it. Uh, as a as a kid, so in a weird way, and this is gonna sound so stupid, but in a weird way, when like that was the one readily available to me uh, on on cable, like in the bedroom I had, like the TV bedroom I had when I was just a little lad, yeah, I flex like that. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking, that was my Karate Kid for all intents and purposes, uh, the Hillary Swank version. So there's five movies well, then and there's, one TV then there's show. There's the Will, there's yeah. the Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan, which is a hard reboot, right? Mm-hmm. Does not acknowledge Daniel LaRusso. I don't believe so. I never but saw that one, but I, I am going to become a Karate Kid completionist here pretty quick. I'm to understand. I bet you that movie gets love. That's going to be. It's going to be like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man soon. They'll bring Jaden Smith onto the Cobra Kai, and people will lose their fucking mind. Well, I'm already losing my mind uh, of all of the Cobra Kai things. I'm. I, it blows my mind how they're able to still get these actors, like the the pull of this insane franchise, just to bring back because. The first two th- seasons are basically grappling with the first Karate Kid, and then the third season grapples with part two. And now, in the fourth season, we're grappling with part three, and the fifth season, which I think may be the last season, is really going to come to terms with this goofy-ass like entry into the series. So, it's it been is. interesting to watch it develop. Are they bringing characters back? Oh, yeah. From oh, the yeah. one? Mm-hmm. Is okay. the they have Terry the... Silver? Oh, is that the villain? Yeah. Uh, also, that's that's fuck. That's fucking incredible. Um, I also go ahead. Sorry. Uh, just you. You were talking about how Karate Kid Three feels more like a sequel than the, for the original Karate Kid. Well, it's interesting that you should mention that because um, we could have had it all, man. Like we really could have, because Robert Mark Common, as far as I can tell, is a crazy person. And he wanted to do a prequel for this third entry. He wanted Miyagi and Danny to be on a boat, Danny to get hit on the head, 
and to be in a coma where he imagines being in 16th century China with Miyagi as they discover the origins of Miyagi-Do, and it apparently was going to have a female protagonist. So that's what he originally wanted to do. Like, he wanted to go even bigger. Wishbone and shit? Like, fucking, (laughs) they want to quantum leap Danny and Miyagi? Like, they're really just... They're really just feasting off of what's around them because I couldn't help but notice some Rocky Three vibes going on. Or maybe Rocky Three is just the 80s and so is this. I don't know, but like... I love there Rocky some... Three. I do too. I love I love it's all so the Rockies good. for different reasons. Clover um, Lane is incredible. I mean, absolutely. Well, uh, oh, go ahead. I'll, I was, mine's not in direct correlation as yours. So yeah, that's always Okay, yours. well, I was just going to say I did not... I remember like seeing Karate Kid when I was a kid, and I could tell you the wax on, wax off part of it, mm. nothing else. And guys, I gotta say, you did good by not saying that with an accent. I wasn't going to. No, you did good. Thank you. I know. Um, I'm saying good job. Thank you. Um, but I, guys, this movie was delightful. <laughs> I, I, in the way you're talking about Cobra Kai. Who knows what I'm going to do today? I bet you you watch every single episode by Tuesday because Taylor devours content. It's it's unlike mm-hmm. anything I've ever seen. She's like the fucking she's like a straight especially up, if it's TV. Yeah, I really love TV. I'll watch The Irishman three times, but you give me Cobra Cobra Kai, and I'm like, I don't. Luke can't watch TV. You don't really watch any. It's hard series. for me. I don't know why. I don't know why it's hard for me to latch on. Except for like, I mean, Peacemaker's out right now. That shit's so fire. Yeah, oh but you God. you only watch TV when it's, when it's series. Like you'd watch it one episode a week. I I like appointment TV. I'm such a '90s kid. I'm yeah. such a I'm such a '50s kid. Yeah, there. We I'm go. looking for my I'm looking for my <laughs> I Love Lucy. I'm I'm. I, do you guys watch that movie? The, no, I want to watch, watch it so it. bad. I do want to watch it too. I didn't watch Being the Ricardos is what we're talking Katie, about. Katie, for the for the listener, can you perhaps, <laughs> perchance, recount the positively batshit, extremely, <laughs> extremely well-oiled machine, the 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 dastardly villainous plot that fires on every cylinder that is the screenplay slash flick of Karate Kid Part Three. I will, I will do my best, man. And I also want to say that, like, even though this wasn't at all the story that Robert Common wanted to create, he did write this one, and he he got his arm twisted into it completely, and it really was because somebody basically threatened him with, like, do you want somebody else to mess up writing Danny and Miyagi? You're the only guy who can do it. So that's why we have this movie. And he's so very bitter that... <laughs> Yeah. So sorry, but as you describe this plot, I think so. Almost, we should make this movie's an allegory for like the studio, and he's Larissa, right? <laughs> like, like fucking trying to make him sign the contract. He's like, no, fuck you, <laughs> dude. He he, <laughs> uh, he he just wants to have a fucking bonsai tree shop. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I I mean I want to believe, man. I want to believe that there's some kind of rebellion in here. He was very upset that they basically made him rewrite the first one again. He was That's so weird. Very pissed about it. Hangover anyway. Part Three. This shit. That's the exact. That's the exact trilogy comparison. So it's like, I love it. like fucking. You do. The, I wonder if they mm. they thought of that because you do mm. the first one and then the second one they go to fucking Bangkok and then the third one they go back to Vegas and do the first movie again. Mm-hmm. I All think. Right, when, go ahead. Sorry. I think once you get to three, everybody realizes that it's too far, and then they just remake their old movie. Um, yeah, I got more coffee. Scared. I got more coffee and I'm a talky motherfucker. I'm going to stop interrupting you. I'm so sorry. It's so disrespectful. Oh, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. And I will do my best to recount this insane story. But essentially, um, Chris is on hard times. He is the owner of the Cobra Kai Dojo. Or at least it. he's kind of the owner of the Cobra Kai Dojo. He taught Johnny in the first movie and yeah. nearly strangled him to death. And uh, naturally, nobody really wants to be a part of that particular karate cult anymore. So he goes to he's the depressed. real owner. Yeah, he, he's, he's really depressed. So he goes to the real owner of uh, Cobra Kai, who is Terry Silver. And let me just describe Terry Silver to you guys. If a Captain Planet villain, like, also <laughs> did karate, that would be Terry Silver. He <laughs> he owns a, a company called Dynatox, which just does illegal dumping of plutonium, I guess, in Borneo. <laughs> And he just laughs all the time. He takes meetings in his bubble bath. He smokes cigars. And he also has an insane karate regimen. And he Loves increase, slurs. Loves yeah. Them. 
Loves him. Loves him. And he and Kreese were war buddies in Vietnam. And he feels very indebted to Kreese because Kreese saved his life multiple times during the Countless. war. Countless. He forgets and how so, many. <laughs> and so when Kreese uh, comes to him with this problem, he takes it way too seriously. And he decides not only is he going to salvage Cobra Kai, but he's also going to make Danny suffer. Danny, who is supposedly 18 at this time he's just going to make this random kid suffer just because just because <laughs> so and he's he's very hyper he's very hyper and manic and the way that they describe it in cobra kai which i think makes absolute sense is he says he was on cocaine throughout the 80s oh and my god they're so smart <laughs> watching this movie with that lens it's like oh okay that kind of makes sense um so he basically, uh, when Danny and Miyagi are coming back from the events of Karate Kid Part 2, uh, he decides he's going to trick Danny into becoming his student and teach him dark karate to basically mess him dark up. Karate. And he also <laughs> he also hires the bad boy of karate, whose name is Mike Barnes, which is incredibly unmemorable. And he hooks Mike Barnes up with two goons, Snake and Steve, which I think those are their names. <laughs> And uh, he says, I'll give you a cut of this dojo if you can defeat Danny in this tournament. So they all, all these people are trying to strong arm poor Danny into joining this tournament. Meanwhile, Danny has come home and it turns out that Miyagi is out of a job now. And he decides that rather than spending the money he was going to use to go to college, he's going to open up a business with Mr. Miyagi. Where they sell bonsai trees, and it's going to be called Mr. Miyagi's Little Trees, which is insane and a terrible idea. Why any of that? It makes me so nervous to watch it the entire time. Just so Miyagi much money. accepts it, too. So much money. I know that he's being a good son. I know that that's what this is, is that he really wants to show his father figure that he cares, and he wants to go all in. But, like, boy, it makes me <laughs> nervous. Like, oh, God, all that money. And... I just he's being a little dummy. It's like <laughs> his mom's like his mom's like I'm like oh there she is and it's like we we have to make sure we show the sick man hacking behind her to let the audience know there's a reason she's not here in this movie. What does he have again? Emphysema. <laughs> and they're like playing it as a joke. He's like oh, with like a fucking like, ah so that's why I can't be here this movie. You take care, Danny. Well, so interesting thing about that. Originally, uh, Danny's mom wasn't gonna appear at all. And Ralph Macchio read the script and he was like, there's no way she wouldn't at least ask what's happening. Uh, so oh, that's why they him. have that little scene in there. Macchio's but got mad instincts. He does. I And I waited that entire movie for him to get a call from his mom and for her to be like, you did what? Like, I thought that was really going to pay off. It never does. No, it never does. Emphysema. He probably kicked after the credits rolled. <laughs> So she's probably, let's talk about him in Cobra Kai season six. <laughs> Who was that guy? That was his, their uncle, her brother, I assume. Oh, okay. Danny's uh, uncle. Unless it was like the uncle on her begotten husband's side. Anywho. I think that, that was the uncle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I'm wearing, if you hear Taylor laughing, it's because I'm wearing blue light glasses. And she looks at me and, and, I, and she thinks I just look hilarious. No, I'm laughing because this movie is... Too many screens, bro. You gotta be, you gotta be aware. The, this, every moment that you describe the plot more, my heart is so joyful because I got, I'm like, you, I'm on planet fun and that, pl and, and this movie is on planet fun with me. It is. It, it really is. That's a great, that's a great <laughs> it call, It makes Taylor. me nervous, man. Like, like I, it was giving me like, not, not exactly uncut gems anxiety, but it was giving me like some real, like, why, are you, why any of this kind of anxiety? Like the why whole are time. They, why are they show, leaving? Show him do coke. <laughs> what? You're on a different playing field than us. Um, why are they leaving bonsai trees that are so expensive? On because that's the uh, only way they can outside. grow. So, uh, outside. So uh, outside. Taylor, did you not notice the amazing irrigation? Like you can't, you can't, you can't 
replace that. It's irreplaceable. It's God, God made that irrigation for bonsai trees. And then why are they, and then why is the only, the one that he planted out in the wild, the craziest, like how did Mr. Miyagi get out there? Before we let Kitty I, continue, last question. How How is $10,000 for a bonsai tree going to quote, set Miyagi up for her life? Does he think he's going to live like 12 more days? <laughs> God. So to back up, uh, Miyagi brought over a very expensive bonsai tree from Japan. So this is a carryover from the second movie. I don't think it appears in the second movie, but it, it supposedly that's where the origins are. And Miyagi somehow put this bonsai tree on a cliff where... <laughs> I, is it a waterfall? Or it, it's a river where there's a river underneath. It, it's a very precarious cliff. And he planted it's a it cave. there. So that, it's fucking it's a intense, cave. man. It's yeah, like, and, like it's a... You it, it, the it, there's a cliff. You go down it, and then there's a cave that aqueduct. leads to water. Is that what that yeah. is? No, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> I know that's an important word, though. Oh God. Okay, keep and going, Katie. So, Danny, at some point, like <laughs> like he's getting roughed up by these other karate goons, and they destroy all the bonsais at the shop. And so Danny Bonkers. has to go and get the very expensive bonsai from this cliff. He doesn't actually have to, but he feels that he has to. He thinks if he gets this expensive bonsai tree, he can help Miyagi. So there's this girl who walks at this pottery shop across the street. And um, unlike the first two movies, she actually isn't a love interest. And the reason for that is the actress that plays her is 16, was 16 at the time that this was filmed, and Ralph Macchio was 27. And Ralph Macchio also had a wife, and he was worried about having a love interest in a film. It felt very weird to him, so he asked for their relationship to be platonic. So they're just Shut. Uh, well it, it comes that's... off it comes off so strong that it is platonic. It... Like I, I think it's phenomenal. Um That's very sweet I, of him. That is sweet of him. A, you can't tell he's he's ageless. Um yep. but B I didn't know she was sixteen. I enjoyed the choice of I thought it was just a, a good script choice to be like, we've done that. And Miyagi's horny ass is trying to set him up. He sends him over <laughs> to the pottery place just to hook him up with the girl. Miyagi acknowledges it. Even if he doesn't v- v- like v- fucking verbally acknowledge it. Yeah, it, Danny's okay. like, yo, you sent me He does. You weren't watching. Danny's like, you sent me over there for more than just pottery. Miyagi's like <laughs> <laughs> That's how he did. No, he didn't laugh, but he may as well have. Yeah, you're just, you're making stuff up. I'm not. This is in the movie. You just made up the laugh. You just admitted it. He may have laughed. You said he didn't. (laughs) Go ahead, Katie. So this not love interest, Jessica, the the friend of the movie, the platonic friend, um, she is a climber. And so she helps Danny climb down to get this tree. And while this is going on, the karate goons nearly lead these kids to their death. (laughs) over karate like they're just going to let them die and danny eventually crawls up and you know they fight and everything but in the process of all of this the tree break that the, these karate goons break the bonsai tree in half like a wishbone <laughs> and they're, the whole time they're trying to get him to sign up for the tournament like everything is riding on the tournament and it it's kind of understandable why why Mike Barnes wants the tournament to happen cuz he's talking about his financial future which Danny has no idea what any of that means so he just that just probably seems random to him he's like, what but the they want to get him to sign it he, they want to get him to sign it and Miyagi doesn't think that Danny needs to do this tournament because he thinks you know you already proved that you could do it like there's no this isn't about honor this is about a plastic trophy and uh but Things kind of escalate from there. It gave me chills where... when you said that right there. I'm serious. I'm like, oh my god, why have I ever wanted any like laurel in my life? Like, this isn't about honor. I was like, oh, it's beautiful. Shut. Keep going, Katie. And Danny gets pissed that Miyagi won't teach him uh, for the tournament, so he uh, hooks up with Terry Silver, and Terry Silver believes that he can teach Danny the moves that he needs to defeat Mike Barnes. And essentially, he manipulates Danny into learning some dark karate that just kind of fucks up his knuckles and feet. And he he's he's really getting into his mind. And I honestly thought that this was going to get, like, the dark side. Like, I thought Danny was going to get way worse than he does in this movie. He yeah. beats up a kid at a nightclub. He takes Jessica to a nightclub and he punches a guy in the face that Terry paid to, like, rile him up. But he doesn't, like totally go full dark danny 
Um, but that is enough yeah. for him to be like, oh, no, I messed up. I need to tell Terry Silver that I'm out. I'm not going to learn, like, dark karate at uh, Cobra Kai anymore. So he goes over to basically be like, I'm out at night because he couldn't wait until, like, a regular time of day. And, he, and Terry's just there. And not only is Terry there, but Mike Barnes is there. And Crease uh, is there. And Crease left for this movie because Terry basically was like, I'm going to send you to Tahiti because, like, you've had a, like, hard time. And he, for no reason, for <laughs> no fuck, reason, for no reason, he tells, like, he tells them that he's dead. That Crease <laughs> has just died. And, like, no reason. And then Crease hops out of his own card, behind his own cardboard cutout in oh. the most hysterical moment, I think, in the entire franchise. When he's just like, ah! He does yell. He yells like like Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin, like right in Danny's face. And Danny's like, what? What? No. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's weird that it like this movie starts with Crease. Is that right? Yeah. And and so it seems like I'm like, oh, they're making him the main character. They're ahead of their time. And um, like they go to LAX, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna fly you out to Tahiti, and you're gonna get massaged by some women, and like. <laughs> And you're definitely gonna have sex with him because I, I yeah, and like, and like, he literally asks about, the, like, he asks about what the girl and her sister or something, and he's like, and he does go, <laughs> it is like a laugh, you know. Well, that like, I believe. A lot of horny men in this in this movie. I'm not just making it but up. But not Ralph Macchio. No, Ralph Macchio no. is pure as the driven snow, and that may, that adds up. He's amazing. Um, but so there is a I, reason for that. Why he's uh, pure as the driven snow, or why oh, they no. why they start this whole movie and then just to have Danny and Miyagi cross paths at LAX and have the movie go with them now? It's a long movie. Yeah. So Martin Cove, who plays John Kreese, uh, had scheduling conflicts over the course of this that film. That makes sense. And so, the- hot commodity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. Like holy shit. Like good for him. He was working. Like I- yeah. He I would take the third Karate Kid movie. I would take character. it. What was he? What was the scheduling conflict? I have to know. I'm so curious because oh, he's like me, he's really terrifying looking. Yeah, I, he should me, be cast in a Marvel movie like now as like a villain oh, I would or something. Love that. Everybody give him roles. He's he's just a delight. He's an absolute delight. So he da, 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 what was he? Hard time on planet Earth was the the other film what? that he was doing. Or no, it um, was a science fiction television series. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, that sounds interesting. It sounds interesting as hell. Good for him. It I appreciate him. him. I appreciate him being like, I'm going to go star in this sci-fi show rather than be around for a third Karate Kid. Very cool. I like that now. There's I was just some... curious what it was. I'm like, because I don't, I only, and this is horrible, but like I assume most people associate him solely with the Karate Kid franchise. Yeah, he probably didn't want that. Of course, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, and, it works I'm, out for and him. I'm sure Macho didn't want that and probably like God, no. Billy's at... Billy Zabkin stuff, but like, look at him now. Like, obviously, like they'll they'll take the money, and I assume they're learning to like really like with the fandom Cobra Kai has garnered. None of this is this is this is beyond tongue in cheek, right? Like the the people legit love this shit. So mm-hmm. good for them, and hopefully they're like enjoying embracing that. Sorry, we've we've stopped you a million times. We oh return, no, no, it's all good. Um, we return to Cleese jumping out of the. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And then basically Miyagi fights some people off and him and Danny are just like, Danny's like, "Uh, can we train now? And Miyagi's like, yes. And then they, you know, light training montage and then they do the tournament. And the tournament is the least important part of all of this, even though they set it up to be really, really important. But essentially they do super sudden secret sudden death. Um, And Danny and uh mike barnes are fighting each other and mike barnes is doing like a lot of legal moves on him to like really rough him up so that he feels a lot of pain and terry says of all things i love it when he pounds him which is nobody (laughs) nobody paused and was like maybe an alt would be better nobody no they're like print print it it's good Bro, so, when we're at Act Three, when they're in Act Three of watching that flick, they're like, "That's like, that's like the least homoerotic thing he said about these boys." Oh, he, you know that it's like, mm, man, when he's in the bathtub and he's having the oh, boys yeah. meet him, you're just, mm-hmm. you're like, you, <laughs> so weird. You definitely have had some experience. Got a, got a, got a very phallic cigar. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jeez, come on. You don't meet in the bathtub for no reason. But you do when you're on coke. So now I get it. But I'm just saying, that was a cocaine tub. But he, but he also <laughs> said, I love it when they pound it. Yeah, but yeah, again, at that point. Him. Yeah, yeah him. I love the way. And then he's like, oh, this is better than I thought. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, you can tell that they just like, hey, they had him just like say like 10 one-liners and then they just went with a few. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. It's, Terry is a big yikes in this in this movie he's he's a big yikes the actor that plays him is is absolutely incredible his name is thomas ian griffith and he was chosen because he actually knows quite a quite a lot of martial arts like that's his main claim uh claim to fame and i believe this is his first feature film um so he's given it all he's got and he he's really hamming it up and i i think he's just working with what he has but he's definitely a big yikes in this movie he belong, belonged in the 90s Mortal Kombat movie. Where was he? He belonged. <laughs> that would have been incredible. I would have loved to I see thought myself in that. He was incredible. Like, the actor himself deserves an Academy Award. She said that from, like, minute fucking five of the movie, too. Like, because and, he was and, ma- and maintained it. So. And I, I do. If Lady Gaga is going to get... Uh, Lady uh, Gaga. <laughs> if she's going to get a, a nomination for House of... I'm saying this on record. You're, you can quote on. me. Say the sentence. I have to hear it. If Lady Gaga can get nominated for House of Gucci, this man deserves a nomination because... He held up his end of the bargain the entire time. He was crazy. He was nuts, and and I didn't believe not believe him once. He he had me believing he was he loved love, and he had he me believing he had me believing everything. And then he has to say, "I was like, he maybe saved he Daniel did. from those goons." Well, remember when he was like, and he died. Yeah, it was and alive. Then, yeah, yeah. They but it's in like Vietnam together, Taylor. Things happen. I know, but every he went through every emotion, and you know what? He did seem like he was on cocaine. Does, and the fact that he's that high energy as an actor, he like he made the movie for me because I was like, "This is insane," and you're insane. And maybe that's the character, maybe that's the actor. But I was like, "Wow." Does Cobra Kai address any of like the military stuff? This one kind of wants to. Like, oh yeah, Hard are these over. guys like are these guys like mad racist because they fought in Vietnam and like that's got to be part of the hatred for Miyagi even no. though he's not in Vietnamese he's he's Okinawan but I just no, don't no, know. No. Like... Um, well, I think that there might have been some racism in the first one. It's been a while since okay. I've watched it. I haven't watched um, it in a while. They dress up as skeletons. I think yeah. that's the be- best. Yeah, part I remember of these that movies. part. See, but I like that too because I'm like, yeah, look. The, I think the whole lesson is it's like what, watch these white men whitewash something that's not theirs, try to take credit for it, and of course they make it more violent than it needs to be. Yeah, but that's me, a I'm... lesson, folks. That's a lesson. But Danny's white too, right? Like. Or at yeah, least, at the very da- least, American. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I do. Miyagi schools them in every yes. aspect. It's and nothing. Miyagi's the hero no matter Miyagi what. Miyagi made him punch two windows and then honked his nose. Yeah. The, at, at, ahead, its core, at its core, this, mo- this whole franchise is about role models, male role models. And what Cobra Kai does in, in that series is kind of examine how characters are affected positively or negatively by the uh, male role models in their lives. And the male role models in their lives serve as father figures. And it's something that trickles down and gets carried on, and they just kind of have to grapple with this kind of 80s-era toxic masculinity that has just affected everybody. And um, Terry is such an interesting part of that. And And they do address their baggage as well. Um, Kreese actually has this backstory where his mom had mental health issues and he, uh, he, he was actually bullied when he was younger and he kind of had to toughen up and be a man. And so he has this like very intense kind of way of looking at things and they, they do plant the, the Terry and, um, Kreese thing, uh, pretty early on. And then they show that like he, he feels, he feels like he has to be hard because he does. Of all things, Kreese actually does respect women. Um, which is an interesting thing in Cobra Kai. Uh, but yeah, yeah, a real heart to heart moment they, they, for himself. They do they do delve into um Kreese and Terry and their background and how Kreese kind of manipulates Terry into joining back up into this karate business again. And Terry originally refuses the call. By the way, he doesn't want to have any part of it. He actually gets a lot saner. He gets his life together. He he's living like a very posh LA lifestyle. 
and he he doesn't want to be brought into the fold and he he it doesn't take long for crease to kind of goad him and guilt him into getting back into it by being like you owe me i saved your life and ultimately getting back into this kind of toxic karate thing is what makes terry crazy he's actually not that crazy on his own but when he gets wrapped up into the karate and owing somebody something that's what makes him nuts so they they really mm-hmm. delve into him I mean, it sounds bad and intriguing. I oh, go ahead, sorry, but I would I would compare it to it would be as if um, the Weasley family created mm. a karate and the Malfoys created a karate club, and then they had to fight because it's like Draco Malfoy is he bad or is he good? <laughs> Maybe it's just circumstances, and I feel like that's the same vibe we got going on in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so Danny wins. <laughs> yeah, Danny wins. <laughs> I just want everybody to know. I just want everybody to know. If you're and I also surprised, think a, I also just think it's a very fucking weird stipulation to put at the top of the movie that um that like oh well last you know previous winner only has to fight in the championship round. I'm like fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. The person who fights can be super tired. That's lame, dude. That. <laughs> but anyways, we do bring that up in Cobra Kai. Good, because it's like fuck that. <laughs> Danny tells him the entire it. story of of Karate Kid Part Three, and what Johnny's takeaway is is that you just had to fight in the last round. That's his only takeaway. Love it, love That's it. Hey, I'm the, I'm right there with you. Uh, the bonsai trees get nothing; they get no love. I feel no, as no though, love. I feel as though, and say what you will about how I met your mother. A lot of it doesn't age well, but it was a staple of like my upbringing uh, for a bit, uh, and it was like pretty central. To like the show for a bit of how much Barney loved Karate Kid, but not Karate Kid because of Machio, Karate Kid because of Zabka. Mm-hmm. And always, and Barney's whole angle in the show was that he firmly watched that movie uh, with, with uh, William Zabka, Billy Zabka, as the hero the wronged party and the flick who is the actual karate kid who'd studied it and like all this other stuff. So I feel like, and they brought that through and then Zabka showed up on the show. Ralph Macchio showed up on the show. It was like a whole thing. Uh, and I it continued for a while, continued for a while. And I feel as though, I feel as though that had at least something to do with whoever was at YouTube red or YouTube premium or whatever it was. Uh, back in the day, and it was like you know, there's uh, this is in pop culture still, and that's actually an interesting angle. Do you know anything about that, or is that just me like gr- grasping? I I always figured that that kind of brought interest into it, um, but but I don't know for sure. I haven't read any interviews or anything. But but I, I so remember curious. thinking the same thing. Is that like is this because of how I met your mother? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's like been thrown around because it just seems like how I met your mother had a big reach and was a fucking huge TV show uh, mm-hmm. to put Ralph Macchio and Billy Zabka on primetime TV talking about those characters again had to trigger stuff and all the dads of America uh, who then some of those dads of America went to work at YouTube and were like, <laughs> now's time, baby. Now is time that plus, you know, the age of reboots and stuff. But I think that's such a smart angle. I'm happy to see it going. Sometimes what? we get stuff sent into work that is like, uh, for like Kevin and Jay, that's like, um, like stuff like promo packs and the one for cobra kai had like a fucking cassette tape with a cobra kai season soundtrack on it and like just that alone i was like this might be the best show on tv and i've never watched an episode i will say like the more we talk about it it's just i wonder how long this series has been in mainstream media and like Mm. if there's anything that has withstood the test of time like this because it's like karate kid yeah Yeah, like star wars yeah but like uh i guess so but but nothing great call but 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 like that you could make a spin-off tv show Mm -hmm. and i get star wars star wars feels so mainstream but it's like this is mainstream but yet it's not mainstream like you obviously rocky is good like apollo like the creed movies they kind of did this but the, but it has a t- no TV show no TV show no TV show that's what I'm saying it's like it's just weird that they've they have made it through both forms Pulled media the fucking taffy. YouTube many to, decades to make it on to Netflix and and get it bought out like that it's just weird you're in business when Netflix is making your show you're I, in business I guess why like, it's yeah I guess and, why it's, and they saved the show and not only that but like made it even bigger yeah but Katie said that they think that it's not as good anymore who said that. 
the fans. Oh, okay. Never mind. Lots of people I, I work with, with but wife. I don't feel that way. I watched it when it came out, like on um on the first, and I I was into it the whole time. Like I I couldn't believe it. It it just sang for me. Um, they they it stumbles with the tournament stuff, admittedly, but a lot of the like internal character stuff is always good. Cause cause the thing about the show is that it's kind of tackling this insane franchise. And again, the first one is, is, does have a lot of like real emotion and it, it's an intimate story. And the second one is kind of intense. And then the third one is like super goofy. And the challenge of those, of Cobra Kai is really to take those events as canon and then to recontextualize it in a way that like the events that happen in that show are really goofy, but the way that they present character emotion and, uh, character emotion and motivation like it's very sincere like that show takes those characters seriously and that's what i think makes it work is to really be like why does this character tick the way that they do i think i think fans appreciate that it's like it's like Zack snyder's justice league for for karate kid fans they're like no let's get the real let's get the good shit let's get the deep shit yeah i think what you're saying too katie is it's like where i agree is uh, I think it takes a lot of effort. And this is why I said such extreme things about Lady Gaga's oh my performance. God, you did. I'm like, you're an actor, Taylor. You're gonna on the record now. You went out of your way. It's not that. I just don't think a lot of people give credit to camp performances, right? Because mm. it's like, this movie is a little campy. It's a little outrageous. But it's like, that guy is sitting out there being like, you know what? You're going to believe me. You're going to believe me 100% that I believe that I'm this crazy supervillain who went to war, who was saved by this man, who also it's like can say things like, I love when they pound him and not question it. It's I mean, like a normal... Mean, we're we're questioning scare it. Me. Yeah, we're, that's we're what questioning we're it. questioning it, but we're not questioning him. Like, we're just like, he just said it. He gives a delivery that makes me, I'm like... I believe you, sir. I would have seen. A, I would have liked to watch a buddy cop movie with him and uh, Tommy from Power Rangers. They both have like very similar like looks and like ponytail action, but one's so pure. That's good. Yeah. Or like um a real uh um um like a a mirror moment of your twin is evil, and you and that could be that could be good too. I, you know, I too mean, bad we missed our we opportunity. Could go back Thirty years yeah. and. And write the flick. We really, we really were born at the wrong time, honey. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel okay about this movie. I understand. Like, I think it's really easy to feel okay about this movie now that this like whole franchise is so like uh, re-energized and accepted and like and 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 done so properly, done done justice. So that's probably a, a cold take. Um, it's also probably a cold take to hate the movie, right? Because it was hated for so long. Mm-hmm. Um. So really, you're only you're only you can really only feel neutral about this. Otherwise, you're a fucking weirdo. That's how I feel. You know? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think I, that the movie's long, but I it is it. long, and it's on Peacock with commercials. I mean, maybe that's our fault for having Peacock with commercials. But an hour fifty eight on this one, when it's the same movie as the first one, like you really want to do the tree business, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And he literally liked the trees. I like and the trees too. They're important to the And movie. rock climbing. Oh. Yeah, that segment is long. They're just screaming on a rock for a long time. I also yeah. think that, that <laughs> the kid, Ralph Macchio, deserves an award the too. Kid. He's because 27 in it. I know, but he's, it looks like a, He does. He, he, just really, he really is acting his little heart out when he's in the girl's room and he's like, I don't normally act like this. What's wrong with me? He's like, I'm going crazy. And I was just like, oh, this poor little man. Yeah, you know, you know who totally did it better later? It's like that episode of fucking Hey Arnold when Arnold starts doing it, and then like oh and yeah. Then, yeah, and then yeah. he like chops that one kid, and then the kid's like crying. He's just like wanted to ask for directions, and Ar- and Arnold embarrassed him in front of everybody, mm. and then like he really has the. So look, you're saying the cartoon did better? Himself. Cartoon yes. did oh, better than very... Ralph Macchio, who's a real person. <laughs> that notion, yeah. Wow. That notion, yeah, wow. for sure, for sure. Uh, wow. I love Machio. I'm just saying. Machio hates this film. Uh, yes, quite that's a bit. what I was reading today. I was reading yeah. really it's it's maligned by all, including the star. What I what I do like about it though is that he he's very careful to say that that's not due to any of the actors, which which is nice. I'm I'm glad that there's that caveat. Um by the way, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but Thomas Ian Griffith is three months 
or four months younger than Machio. So there's that. Oh, that's hilarious, man. That's what I'm telling you, dude. He's like, look how, look how wow. the difference, the difference, some genetics and some like length of hair make, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, he's tall you must, too. He's a big muscly, big muscly dude. He's a total villain. Like t- you have a great point, babe. Like I, I do buy what a villain he is and I buy what a sweet fella Danny is. They're, they're a match made in heaven. When the, um, and it does seem like he's on cocaine. Yeah, I mean, I, like, the, the, maybe he's not, and in, in, as an actor, and it's just like that's. Well, the actor's not work. on cocaine now. He could have been. We don't know. And they also don't say he's on cocaine. They, that's a retcon in comics. So yeah, like, but isn't that crazy that they had to go so far as to be like, no, he was on cocaine. That's why he was so crazy. I'm loving that you're loving his performance. And I give it a ten out of ten. I'm maybe even eleven that. out of ten. I'm thrilled about that. And also, could you imagine how fun it would be to film this film because you it's like, because it was like. Uh, they they got to go on beyond this mountain, and then there's a helicopter shot that was like the two of them, and then it panned out and panned out, and then you get to go rock climbing. Seems like a long. I'm sorry, day. Ralph Macchio, but that sounds like a fun time to me. He didn't Someone say he could... didn't like rock climbing. Yeah, but he said he didn't like the movie because it's an, it's a not well liked movie. Yeah. But I like. Hey, I, well, that's what we're here for in Bad Movie Brunch. We're here to to, to say here's why it's good. I'm here so to say here. Ralph Macchio. I think you should appreciate that movie. You're, you're trying to call out the actor, but it's the wrong person to call out. You need to call out America. You need to call out the critics. Hey, critics, you're wrong. This this this, this 13% doesn't... 13%, baby. Yeah, this is, a, this is a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is so unjust. Mm-hmm. Um, What'd you expect, folks? It's not going to be Toy Story 3. I know. Nobody does a third one very well. I mean, Toy some Story 3 do. was some very people do, good. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it's hard to, to, it's hard to do two, let alone three. It's fucking tall order man so yeah what other threes do we have to compare it to anyways because not many people get threes yeah i don't know um good for them they also got a four then they got the reboot like we were talking about then they got the show so it's just impressive open up dr strange needs to open up a portal and have jaden smith and jackie chan walk into the fucking dojo oh i do know that uh they're actually not gonna now now that i remember they're not gonna bring them in because Jackie Chan is an actor in the Cobra Kai universe, so oh, love yeah. It. So I, I do think that that one is not part of the canon of the of the series. I think mm. that's. A, I understand why. And is mm-hmm. Jackie Chan literally Miyagi in the in the reboot? I think. I believe so. so I don't think he has. That's the other thing. If yeah. he had another character name, it's perfect. But you can't, you can't do that. How funny would it be? Unless though? Doctor Strange opens a portal. But how funny would it be <laughs> if it was like, no, Jackie Chan made the Karate Kid movie. Oh, now we're and talking. Like, now you're talking. We're not acknowledging that oh, this was a movie. Oh, now you're Could talking. Could you imagine? That's what, ha- that would, if, if the, that's an MCU move right there. Now that, that's like, genius as fuck. They're like, You have this the poster? Is, oh, yeah, take exactly. It, take it away. You, you see he, they're both movie stars because they made this movie called The Karate Kid and they're in the, co- and we're watching in the Cobra Kai. That's how you end the series. That's how you end Cobra Kai. Is Boom, like at baby. the premiere of that movie with fucking Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan playing Danny LaRusso. Because Ralph, because they trained them. The the Cobra Kai. Trained who? Uh, uh, Jaden Smith. Why? As actors? Yeah. Got it. That's pretty like good. Like they're the, okay. the, the coaches. I like that. Oh, man. Sign me up, folks. Anywho, the Santa Claus is getting... Um, <laughs> Is getting a reboot, and I just feel like series. Uh, it's not a reboot. It's a it's a limited series, a sequel. But I just feel like my brain is is overpowered now with thoughts of wanting more TV shows to get spinoffs, and maybe Cobra Kai really continued that. I I keep looking at Luke, and he's behind me, so I'm sorry. But um, I I hope that we continue to get movies like this and TV this shows. Is all like we're this. getting is this. Like, like I, I I'm not mad about I know, it by any against, means, but like that's all this is. Like this like, goes against everything that I normally say. A little bit. I got bamboozled like, by this movie. A little bit, yeah. Like you just got clawed the fuck in with the rest of the demographic of people born our in, in our years and stuff. Now you're gonna be watching Cobra Kai. You're in. You're in. And I'm yeah. gonna watch Jurassic World one, two, and three. Oh, it's so weird. I've been bamboozled. And you know what? If it's 13% and I got bamboozled, I deserve it. No, I mean, that's the whole... But again, that's the point of the show. Like, just fucking critics and percentages mean nothing. If you find if you find joy in this flick, which you clearly have, an actor appreciating another actor's uh, over-the-top performance, bang, there it is. Me, Bang-a-rang. Me, I appreciate, I appreciate the fact that... Uh, so much. 
oh my god so much but i appreciate the fact that um they had this girl not be a love interest like the first two i thought it was so cool that she was like helpful in the plot and like useful and lays it out like i got a boyfriend in columbus fuck boy like i don't want to lead you on but also so pure i like a good friendship like there's not enough of that it's always it's always dude dude or girl girl give me a give me a nice platonic male female friendship after daniel has been you know spending all his time getting super laid in the first no he wasn't (laughs) Um, no uh but no i i I do appreciate that and i love how they're able to just like save so much of this movie i love retcons that this they made this into comics and i'm like it's hard to create your own fucking universe and i don't know if that was the intent with the first one surely it probably wasn't but this is a full-on universe now and it's i i'm all for fandom of any kind funko pop is is perfect for me because they make stuff for every single fandom that's ever existed uh, and I'm pleased when a fandom is pleased. Yeah, I think you said it. Boom, baby. Katie, how much? How uh, is, is there more? Like Cobra Kai promised, or like we don't know, or what's up? I there is going to be a new season, a fifth season, which I am very excited about. Because so one thing that we didn't discuss: number one, the bonsai tree does get healed, and number two, oh, Terry Silver was planning domination, valley domination. <laughs> he was gonna put cobra kai fran he was gonna make cobra kai a franchise and that was gonna be over the valley but when um mike barnes loses nobody wants anything to do with cobra kai and they throw the t-shirts back in his face and they pick that up again at the end of the fourth season where it becomes clear that terry's plan is to basically do it again he's going to do valley domination which is lovely and he's just gonna get to be his most villainous self in the fifth season and i am so excited i need like how is there not a mortal Kombat version of this game like mm-hmm. a, a version of this like show like mm-hmm. cobra kai cobra kai like even if it's just like a Fortnite free to download just like arcade beat him up i need to play this like now i want to fight with all these characters sorry mm-hmm. that impulse came out of nowhere but it just suits the fucking like 80s nostalgia vibe of it all give me an arcade fighter of these guys, unless they already did it. And I That's like because you want to cause pain in every part of his body. <laughs> and you want to cause uh, fear in every part of his mind. mind. That's good stuff. That was terrifying. Um, my thing was uh, make his knuckles bleed. Um, <laughs> fuck, that's really good. Well, he's um, getting a massage. Oh, man, yeah, just getting God, bedded down in fucking Tahiti. Yeah, he's like, oh. But anyways, um, my other, oh, fuck, I lost it. It was my other thing about oh the other thing where I yelled like I was like oh that's good writing was uh was you made me think of it when the bonsai tree is healed is because you know it's because he had strong roots and Miyagi said that earlier and I was like oh it's because Danny's teaching from Miyagi could never let him succumb to the dark karate <laughs> that's good writing that's to good Luke. writing because the tree has good roots like Danny Luke loves a good metaphor folks. <laughs> I was like crying my eyes out. Miyagi rocks. Pat Morita also was on a. He, I remember he guested on Boy Meets World in a great episode. He was hilarious on it. He's so good. He seems so pure. I'd like a hug from him one day. I mean, well, you won't, I don't know if you'll get that wish, right? Is he dead? Yeah. Yeah, he died in 2005. Pat Morita. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. If you believe in phys- heaven. physical form and heaven and all that stuff, I'll I mean, get a hug yeah, from him. Yeah, but who knows if he does? How does it work? I don't want to talk about that here. Yeah, I um, Yeah, so... It's not the kind of show today. Not today. Any other thoughts on Cobra Kai? Not Cobra Kai. Any other thoughts on... The Karate, Karate Kid, Kid Part, Part 3. Part 3. Or Cobra Kai? Part 3. Uh, Karate Kid Part 3 is by far the dumbest entry in the franchise, at least that I have seen this far. Um, but, but, Thomas Ian Griffith gives it a thousand and one percent, and it's fun. I liked it. I I can't believe people said some of these lines, and I'm glad it exists. I agree with everything that you said. I haven't seen the other movies besides one when I was a kid, but I liked three, so I guess count me in. I'm going to buy some merch later on today. I'm going to say <laughs> Karate Kid Part 3 is the best of all of the <laughs> franchise. There we go. That's a that's. that's you can a, find that on our website on badmoviebrunch.org. I don't know if that exists. Dot org. Dot gov. Dot um, <laughs> gov. Um, I think it was neat. No, I uh, no. I, 
I, I I think it was good. I I totally like all the things we've said, and I I'm I'm pleased that it, it exists. It reminded me of kind of like the Power Rangers. It kind of reminds me of like the Rocky Five of the Karate Kid franchise. I know I said three vibes earlier because the '80s, but it's actually kind of Rocky Five, the one that kind of just like eliminates. It kind of just goes back to the well in the worst ways, and I don't know. Um, but that's not the, the you know the 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 part is not to speak for the the whole the sum of the franchise and the franchise like i said is on one right now so good for them and good for those fans um yay for this flick i'm happy katie brought it into my life i i, I had a great time so like yeah. totally totally great and great to be back on bad movie brunch if um in karate kid 3 did that for us yeah it did it did all those things for us it, so i'll always have warm memories of it every now and then i sit down for a movie and i'm like fuck we're in the cobra kai of our of our podcast no, not yet. That's not. That's like the Dark Knight Returns. Like we're fucking thirty years off of the. Cobra I know. I just Kai. meant like if we didn't have the karate, it was just a Karate Kid three. We wouldn't keep moving forward, and we would never get Cobra Kai. So you're I, you're the you're the next Karate Kid. You're Hillary Swank Taylor. Thank you. And Katie's Miyagi, and I'm like not in that movie. So <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen next. So, um, uh, but that's all right. No, I I, I loved it, and I want to say to anybody who feels like knowing, I don't I don't know if we've talked about Bleed Purple on here. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah. but we made a short film called Bleed Purple, starring Taylor Taylor. And, that's me. And Kevin Smith. That's that, not me. Kevin Smith. Um, Silent Bob. He is not in my short. I gave him lots and lots of words to say. Right now we're doing festivals and we're getting into some, and it's really really exciting. Um, but you can follow us on social media at bleed.purple on Instagram, bleed purple on Facebook. Um, we're working on getting some stuff together. We have a poster out. Um, we'll keep, that's where you can find all the scuttlebutt on the short. I'm also going to be, Kevin uh, is doing like a resurgence on like a lot of old shows. And one of those is uh, film schools, Friday, film school Friday um film school fridays it took me three tries tries days but uh the first episode in this new volume uh was kevin and uh frequent collaborator friend of the show jake s weissman who also works out here yeah at smodco now and they're talking about licorice pizza and paul thomas anderson and all that good stuff i am going to be on the episode this next episode which is talking all about Zack Snyder's Justice League. So surprise, it's, surprise! It's a oh, I'm uh, so happy. It's a it's a nice place to be. I mentioned on the show that was like I started Bad Movie Brunch because I wanted to talk about how much I love Batman v Superman. So it's all very cyclical. It's closing a lot of loops. Um, if if you said that this would be happening <laughs> like five years ago when we were just podcasting for fuck of it, Katie um it would be unbelievable so you'll be able to listen to that on like smodcast.com and like youtube and stuff like that um it really is all about who you know so go meet some famous people and they'll treat you real nice um that's that's what that's what i'm to understand that's undercutting a lot of goodness that is luke so sometimes you don't meet people who are famous and maybe they're not nice but kevin and luke Kevin's really nice. Kevin Smith's the man, uh, and the short doesn't get made without Kevin Smith, without Jordan Monsanto, without Jason Mewes throwing down some some executive producer cred, and, uh, of course, without Marissa Lessman, uh, Kelsey Bunner, another can kid, Chelsea Cole from Smodco. Uh, we consider this new upstart the Smodco Kids. Uh, I'm very proud of it. Uh, and it's also a love letter to my dad, uh, who is dead. So uh, it deals with a lot of that good stuff. So I'm really excited to show everybody, and I can't wait till I can. But for now, you can keep up with us here, of course, on the show and also on social media. It's a very beautiful short. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, Katie's, Katie gets that inside look at all my shit. Because Katie's good. Because she's a real one. Real number one. I hope that I I, uh, my, my dearest wish is that me being on the show with Kev actually sends everybody to bad movie brunch. Uh, because we do okay. I look at the numbers and like, even when we're not posting for like we get like a hundred plays like a week, which doesn't sound, may not sound like a lot, but I do an NFL podcast, which I swear to fucking God gets like five plays a week. So like, I, I think, I think we're good. And I think we picked an evergreen idea. Cause you can always go back to these movies. Like they're not too, these episodes are not very set in time. Um, so yay for us. Uh, I'm monologuing like a super villain. Yeah. Anywho, we're just happy to be back. We're gonna be more consistent, people. It was my I've, fault. I've said that so much on this show. It's yeah, not but your now fault I'm because saying I did, it. I'm, I, I, I'm saying it now. I'm saying it. No, you're busy too. It's well, not fair. I'm, I'm never too busy for friendship. I 
was... But, but you could argue that I have been, so sorry about that. I was six for like six months of the year last year, and a lot of it had to do with my throat just being absolutely destroyed and and got that problem I anymore. I Taylor literally was like, I can't talk or podcast. I forgot. Yeah, every, we had to do it every single week. Taylor was like writing on dry erase boards and shit. Yeah, I used to go on like... Uh, vocal rest. Vocal rest house. for like... Oh, weeks on end these years melt don't they i forgot yeah. all about that. so anywho that was literally i'm not kidding you six months of the year so um but i'm on zyrtec now which it's just because i got bad allergies and that smog is just crazy um and uh don't worry folks we're gonna be more consistent i'm gonna i'm gonna pick a movie Ooh. that's the quote that's the tagline of the show but i think next week i'm gonna be more consistent is the tagline of bad me brunch i'm gonna make a movie called i'm gonna be more consistent that's a good movie title <laughs> that actually is a very good one um so I, I, I would. It'd be cool if we did like a top five or something next week. I know Katie talked about a top five. It'd be. We it'll s- be hard to narrow to top five. I actually liked a lot of movies this year, which was a blast. We can. We can. We can talk about this and sign off first. Leave the people wanting you, more. Re- Yo, that's. <laughs> that's, that's With all funny. that being said. Yay! Yeah, I'm Luke. I'm Katie. And I'm Taylor. Talk to you later. <laughs> Very nice.